Welcome to Alchemy in the Midlife Kitchen with Dr. Anne Moyer Bussey, a podcast series for women in midlife who yearn to gain new clarity and purpose for the afternoon of life. Good morning, everyone, and a big welcome again. Today, I have a surprise and a breakaway from our usual interviews with women. For I have with me today Peter Anthony from Sydney in Australia. Why? Well, we talk a lot about transitions and transformation, especially in midlife. But we know that transitions take place many times in our life and we can learn so much from them, not only from our own transitions, but from the transitions of others because they can inspire us. Now, Peter has a beautiful daughter, Belle, And today I'm so happy to have him share the story of her transition from little to no belief in herself to transforming her life and now supporting others. Peter, a big welcome and thank you so much for joining us today and really looking forward to talking with you. G'day Anne, it's a great pleasure to be with you and your listeners. Thank you, Peter. So, Peter, let's uh, begin by telling us what made you uh, or what inspired you to share Belle's story with us. What inspired me to, to share Belle's story, it, and it's been a, a big, a huge learning curve for me too, Anne, is that uh, I, I realised through being uh, Belle's father that there were many other young women that were experiencing similar challenges that she had. And um, not by design, but more by accident, we've arrived at a place where we are starting a movement, and my daughter and I are starting a movement to have um, people talking to each other more about how they feel about their self-esteem or the way we like to uh, phrase it, um, do you feel like you're enough? Do you feel like you're smart enough, beautiful enough, strong enough, wise enough to deal with what life dishes up to you? That's wonderful. Yes. Are you enough? <laughs> are, you, are you enough? And it's got a, do you mind if I tell the listeners the story? Uh, I'd love of, you to. Of, of how that, how that came about. Uh, I'm, I'm talking now four years ago. Um, my daughter was living with her mother. Uh, I was, um, I'd repartnered and was about to remarry. And uh, I got a call at about 9pm one night um, saying, Dad, do you mind if I come uh, and live with you? And I said, no, not at all. I said, what, what's, what's, what's happening? Uh, she arrived at my doorstep uh, the following morning. Uh, she had stopped going to school. Uh, she was smoking a packet of cigarettes a day. I suspect she was involved in other types of, of drug taking. Uh, she was with some friends in a peer group, which I found very disturbing. And over the period of the next week or so, um, I'd, I'd learned that her life had pretty much hit rock bottom. She'd had a, uh, a very distressing encounter with a, with a boy. Uh, she had very negative views about her body. Um, you could almost tick the list of, of, of all the, the non-self-esteem issues uh, that she was dealing with. And, and I didn't know what to do. <laughs> I honestly didn't know what to do. I, I reached out to help to counsellors, and uh, but Bell wouldn't talk to anyone. But me, I, I was I was it, and I'm thinking, wow, this is how did the universe land this uh, on my lap? And 
initially, Anne, I thought what I need to do is love her a lot and make her feel loved and that will help turn things around. But I was wrong. I was, I was completely wrong, which is, which is a habit of mine. And uh, what, what I realised, this took me like uh, a month or so to work out, uh, was two key things. One was I needed to help her feel like she loved herself, like in a non-arrogant, egotistical way, like self-care and self-love, and also attempt to help her uh, understand that, that, that she was enough. And we, would, we, we had a meal one night. We were just in the kitchen. And I said, look, Belle, you've got to remember, like, no matter what happens, what has happened will happen in the future. You're enough. You're enough. You're strong enough, beautiful enough, smart enough to deal with this. And she said, I'm enough. And that became our joke, like N-U-F-F, like a, a mantra of you're enough. Like I'm enough, Dad. You're enough. We're all enough. It became a bit of a joke, an inside sort of story that uh, Belle and I uh, had together. And sure enough, sure enough, over, over a period of many months, we started with small steps like just getting out of bed before midday, like eating something, like uh, getting outside and going for a walk, like very extremely small steps. I, I was attempting to chunk it down as much as I could. And they began building on each other. She began getting more confidence in herself. Uh, and she was coming into year 12 in, uh, in Australia. That's the final year of high school here. And she said, Dad, I'd like, to, I'd like to spread this message and get other people talking about self-esteem and uh, feeling like they're enough. And she's, for a HSC project, she started a little business called You're Enough, <laughs> just sold T-shirts with just enough written on it, N-U-F-F written on it. <laughs> and I thought... Who's going to buy these? I didn't say it to her. I was thinking, who's going to buy this? But we we started a little a little Shopify store. I put a, I put a link on Facebook, and as soon as the Facebook link came up, we'd sold out in one afternoon. It went bing, 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 bing. I thought, well, she's obviously right about this. And she started. Uh, it's not. Re- it's sort of a business, but not really a business. Uh, in in her mind, it's about getting uh, young women to talk about self-esteem. But the curious thing, Anne, is we've had most of our customers aren't young women, they're, they're mothers, they're women, they're adult women, mothers. We also had had one person ring us uh, who was uh, a very large person. He said, have you got a 5XL of enough shirt? Because I'd like one too. So I'd like to talk to, to my my friends about, about being enough. It's sort of the message spread. I guess all it really does, it just helps people have a conversation with with themselves, like remind themselves, but also others. I, I get a lot of people buying the, uh, like a shirt for someone else just to say, hey, you're enough, or just to, to start that conversation. At least it's a, a funny, interesting way to get that conversation going. Does that make mm. sense, Anne? It does, <laughs> and it's, it's an amazing story and so wonderful. And uh, I think I might have said to you that the, the women, many of the women I talk to, I do a lot of work with women going through their midlife and they don't feel enough. They feel that they're not good enough or they haven't done enough or that they need to do more. And I think that message from Belle and from you is just such an important message for all women, no matter what age they are. Yeah, yeah. yeah. A lot of it is about um, self-acceptance and, uh, and self-care. Uh, and uh, I also think 
the environment that we're in, Anne, I mean, I know you and I grew up in a different environment than the one we're in now. There's so much comparison. There's so much social media. There's so much, there's so many messages that were not enough. And a lot of that's done by advertisers to make us feel a little less so that we'll go out and buy something, like buy new clothes or buy a new car or go on a new holiday or a new cruise just to feel like we're better. But that, that, doesn't, that doesn't really fix the feeling. It might fix it on the outside, but it doesn't fix it on the inside. It's particularly important, I think, too, for, you know, we talk about the midlife transition and so many, so, so much of the advertising or so much of the message is uh, don't get old, don't get older, go back and be young again, you know, do this or do that because you're not enough is what they're saying to them instead of just being yourself and bringing that, you talked about um, self-love and I use the word self-compassion if you don't have that self-compassion and, and acknowledge that you are enough. Uh, I love the message, you are enough, and I think we uh, we need to get a lot more T-shirts out there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a, a lot more. It, it, it's a really, it's really uh, curious. I, I think, I mean, I, I, like I'm not an expert psychologist. I'm, I'm just a dad that loves, loves his daughter, right? But uh, what, what I've realised, what I've realised and become a lot more aware of because obviously I'm looking at this from a male's perspective. I think there's a lot more pressure on women around self-esteem uh, of any age. I think from you know you keep from kids from kids upwards, a lot more pressure on on how you look, how you feel, what you say, what you wear. I mean, men don't get anywhere near as much of that pressure uh, that that women do. I know. I think they're getting um, it in schools now. <laughs> <laughs> they're getting it in schools now, but, but I, I think there's more. There's more pressure on women. I think it's a lot. It's a lot trickier and a lot. Uh, a, a more of a, more of a challenging journey, from from what I can tell. Um, and uh, I, I'm really keen to 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 I guess share this message with your listeners. And also, um, rather than be an expert, I'd I'd like to get their advice too. To say, hey, what what do you think? What do you think would work? Um, how can we? As a as a community of like minded people, what can we do to uh, to help? But I, I'm particularly focused on on the, the younger women because I'm, I'm very concerned about some of the stats I see, uh, like increase in uh, suicide uh, suicidal ideation, increasing uh, in anxiety, increase in um, in de- uh, depression medications. All those numbers are rising quite significantly. They're not going down, and it really concerns me as a, as a father that that. That is that's amplifying. Mm. No, that's so true. And uh, I come across a lot of younger people who come to talk, going through that same sort of issue of they're not enough or they're not good enough. And also with men, I, I've had men in their midlife who, through their work, like work has been their whole thing. So if they're no longer working, they feel they're not enough. They feel yeah, they yeah. can't do it. Yeah, yeah exactly. And, and I, I play golf. With a couple of uh, a couple of my friends yesterday, and both of my mates um, are empty. I'd call empty nesters. Their kids have all moved out, and being a parent was such a. It's same, I guess, um, similar for the mothers. Being a parent was such a huge part of their lives that when their kids move out and they don't see them as much, they feel like, well, I'm not enough because I'm I'm a mother, I'm a father, and I can't really play that role anymore. It's it, it's quite insidious. It, it just seems to roll around and at almost every stage of life. This feeling I've not enough. I've not got enough mother, father, friends, partner, professional. I've not enough anything. Yeah, yeah, it's so true. 
Peter, you're um, in this uh, lovely midlife or past that uh, transition stage, <laughs> moving moving towards the later afternoon of life. What what would be uh, earlier? You just said, "Oh, I'm just a dad," and I thought, <laughs> "Now, what's that putting yourself down? Just a dad." <laughs> but I guess what's the, what's the message you would give to um, older people moving into that transition uh, that? would help them to learn to love themselves a lot more, let go of those limiting thoughts that, that are just thoughts, they're not the yeah. reality. They're not thoughts, not reality. Uh, I'd, I'd, give, I'd give two pieces of advice uh, and uh, one, one I would strongly, well, maybe three, I'd strongly recommend having um, a, a meditative type practice uh, because I, f- I find there's, uh, a, it's very hard to quantify it, but that there's definitely a connection between um, uh, how stressed or anxious you are and how how your self-esteem can be healthy. So I like doing it in the morning. I like uh, having a meditation first thing. By meditation, it's basically just letting that snow cone settle, letting all the, the snow settle. And I just find my life is demonstrably better when I meditate. Uh, I'm, I'm a lot calmer. I, I can think a lot more clearly. I'd say that's that's definitely one. I'd say number two is keep doing something useful. And I, I, I can't tell you what useful is. Only you know what makes you feel good and what uh, gives you a, gives you a kick. Keep doing something useful. Like you're doing this awesome podcast, and that that's that keeps you engaged. I'd strongly recommend whatever useful is for you. Keep doing something useful. Uh, and the final piece um, I, I'd say is find something that you can do that that's an activity that's physically related you can do with people. What I found is I do ocean swimming with a with a group of people, and uh, they're a group of people from sixty to eighty two that, that I swim with, <laughs> and it's a beautiful experience to get in the ocean, swim, and then have a catch up for a coffee afterwards. So like keep active. Keep it something physical and ideally something social as well, uh, and and keep at it and just keep at it. I mean, and it can be that. I mean, they can be. All, I don't like. I don't like the feeling of getting older. To be completely honest, I don't think anyone would say, "Yeah, I'd much rather be sixty than than 30. I don't think anyone could honestly say that, really. But I certainly don't. But I think it's incumbent upon us to, um, to 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 enjoy it the best way that we can, and be a great example for the people around us. I mean, one of one of the things I, I like is to attempt to be a good example to my kids. Not that they really care that much. To be frank, Don't put yourself down there. <laughs> At least I can live with a, a little bit of healthy delusion, which I think sometimes is a good thing. Mm. I think it is as, as you're getting older too. It's about acknowledging that you do have within you something that's very very special i mean we as, as someone put it we we have it we have a birth you know we have a we're born we have a life and we have an ending but that love within you or that uh, center within you existed before and will continue to exist and if you can go to that center and remember who you really are if each of us can remember who we really are and what we're here for then we know we're enough and we know we can share that enoughness with other people, exactly. and share that love exactly. with other people. Yes. Yeah, you could call it love. You could. Re- it, it definitely, definitely. I guess it, it starts with self-love, caring, caring enough about yourself to do what 
you need to do to support others. I mean, I, I love that that aircraft analogy, the safety demonstration they give you when the when they say, look, in a vet of emergency, the masks will come from the ceiling. Make sure you put yours on first before you give it to anybody else. I, mean, I love that as an analogy for life. You know, you make sure you've got the, not like an egotistical, I'm wonderful, I love myself type love, but yeah, just a, a, a genuine feeling. Yeah, I'm, I'm enough. I really care about myself. I'm look after myself. And I think I love the way the Dalai Lama put this in a couple of years ago when I saw him speak. When someone said, oh, Dalai Lama, what's the secret of life? And he said, oh, just be happy and useful. Be happy in yourself and be useful to others. And I thought, that's not, that's not a bad summary. Yeah, no, that's a lovely, lovely <laughs> yeah. way to put it. Yeah, yeah like be, be, yeah, care about yourself, love yourself, you know, be, be happy in yourself and be, be useful to others, like find a way of being useful in, in the community. Mm. Yeah. That's lovely. Peter, uh, can you share with our listeners where they can um, – tap into these T-shirts and these lovely things that <laughs> Belle has done and you've done with her, so I'm sure. Yeah, absolutely. And, and, uh, well, there's, if you want to contact me, you can contact me. I'm peter at youreenough.com, and it's it's spelled grammatically incorrect. It's Y-O-U-R-A-N-U-F-F, you're enough. And same uh, online, the Bell store is youreenough.com. That's Y O U R. A N U W F. You're a enough because that's what we're saying. You're enough. Uh, dot com. We've had a lot of uh, gra- uh, grammar Nazis after us because it's not Y O U apostrophe R E E N O U G H. But but Bill likes to keep the message simple, uh, and the shirts just say enough. And what you'll see there too. She's got a Facebook group the same. She's got an Instagram the same. You're enough. You'll see a lot of photos of primarily women. They're probably 95% of them are women, mostly mums, uh, in, in their shirts, sometimes with their kids, sometimes with their friends. There's running groups that have got shirts together, walking groups that have got shirts together, uh, just to start that conversation to say, I'm enough and I'd like to talk to you about being enough. And it's like, it's a bit of a fun way to start the conversation without making it too serious. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's wonderful, Peter. And so grateful to you for sharing this. And maybe one day Belle will also come and uh, talk to our listeners, which would be really wonderful. Yeah, yeah, sometimes she joins me and sometimes she doesn't, Anne, because she's still got quite a bit of social anxiety. Uh, so uh, I, I can sometimes encourage her. And I think, as we all know, you've got to pick the battles you want to fight. So, so maybe she's desperately uh, grateful for, for your support and the support of your listeners. Uh, her absence isn't a lack of uh, gratitude. It's just that she's not really great at, like, uh, talking to people and she's got quite a, still got quite a bit of social anxiety. So I, I, I'm, I'm her. She sends me out to do her, her work for her. Tell her we all say uh, to remember she's enough <laughs> and that we love her for what she's doing and we're very grateful for what she's doing. Well, I appreciate that, Anne, and I appreciate any any support your listeners have got any advice or suggestions about who we should talk to, what else we should do, please feel free to contact me. I've had lots of great ideas from um, from people, uh, primarily mums uh, in, in the network, so we would very much appreciate that and very much appreciate your support too, Anne. Thank you so much for being with us, Peter. We just really appreciate you being on, and I hope we can talk again. Absolutely. And also get other men to come and talk about what it's like to go through midlife and the, the, the transitions and transformations that they have to go through and take place. Because in transforming or helping Bell to transform, you also transformed yourself. And remember that you've, you've made a big transformation there. 
Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. So if you do want to get in touch with Peter, you'll find underneath the podcast the, the details will be listed when you listen to the podcast, when we put it up. And also don't forget to uh, check into Fabulous 50s and More Facebook page where you can contact me or also my uh, website, annemoyabussy.com. And we really look forward to talking with you again. We have some other um, people lined up, so hopefully we'll be able to uh, bring you lots more to listen to. So, Peter, thank you so much. Really appreciate that. Absolute pleasure, Anne. Bye for now. You've been listening to Alchemy in the Midlife Kitchen with Dr. Anne Moyer Bussey. We look forward to your company next episode. I'm Chris Ashmore. Thanks for listening. Thank you.